first of all, we are doing days that are very important in Kiddushah. Days between Yom Kippur and Sukkot, surprisingly enough, I didn't know, I, I read this morning early, a tshuva that says, in the name of Chachanya, I'm not sure what and where, but that is Cholamoed. It's considered Cholamoed between Yom Kippurim and Sukkot. Why? Because it's days of Kiddushah that lead from one Kiddushah. It's like a bridge. Cholamoed is always a bridge between you know, two, two yom, Yomim Tovim. So here, well, why would it be any different? There's a, clearly a connection between Yom Kippur and, uh, and the next Yom Tov. So it's a Cholamoed. It's considered Cholamoed. So tomorrow, Shacharit at 8. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's considered Cholamu'ed because people are busy with mitzvot and you know trying to prepare for the next Chag and usually it's very short in time today is Thursday, Sunday is already the next Chag it's Mamash days that you don't even have time to do Averai even if you want to it's difficult like you have to plan really well to do Averai you know. no time so therefore there's a lot of Kiddushah in these days but uh, we're going to continue learning uh, the halachot of Sukkot Zimra. First, I'm going to tell you a chidush, and then another chidush. So, uh, the first chidush is not halachal emaaseh, but you know, yesterday we were reading the the all the, the tehillim that we say before Baruch Shemar. So I'll say again what we said the other day. Why are these tehillim not included in that frame of Shirat Tishbachot David Ben Yishai Avdecha? Why, why are some Tehillim outside of that, that frame? We spoke about Hodu, about the last one, that was a, a connection with the Korban, so that's why it's, it's out. Okay, you said that it's connected to the Korban Atamid, that was before, you start Baruch Shama. Okay, it makes sense. But all the Tehillim we said on Shabbat, and yesterday was Yom Kippur, we said so many Tehillim, they should have been inside that frame of the Shirot Tishbachot of David, of David, uh, David Amelech. Why are they out? I don't have a good answer for this. But I would like to prove the point that really, strictly speaking, we should only have uh, Tehillim in there. Right? So Baruch Shamar, finishing with Ishtabach, we mentioned several times, in the introduction and in the conclusion, that we talk specifically about David ben Right? We say clearly. Now I have a question. What is the Shirat Hayam doing there? What is it doing there? And then you conclude, David ben Ishai. So David, last time I checked, he wrote many beautiful texts, but he didn't write the Shira. So you can't say the Shira in that frame and say, oh, this, you know what we just did? We just read all the beautiful praises that David wrote. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> so it seems that this came later in time. Originally, when the Chachamim made that frame, there was no, there was no Vayvarech David, there was no Azashim Moshe in there. There was none of this. This was added later. The Rambam writes, so I checked in the text, there's a text of the Sidur of the Rambam. That he writes inside the Halachot, at the end of the Sefer Ahava, he says, this is the Nusach, how we pray. And he puts you the Nusach, how he prays you would be very, it's so interesting to see how they used to pray at the time of the Rambam and how we pray today. It's, the, 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 essentially, it's the same thing, but there are a lot of additions and, and things today. I always say that we need to add always. The Jews like to add and add and add. And the Rambam says, some say the Shira, but 
you say it between Ishtabach and Yotzer. He doesn't explain because it's a Sidur. It just tells you how it is. For the ones who say it, it's between Ishtabach and Yotzer. Now, I'm thinking, I have a head, so I use it. And why is it that the Rambam would put it there? Evident. Because if you want to do the Shira, it has nothing to do with the Shira that is Bachot of David. Right? So do it after. Between Ishtabach and Yotzer, it's like a moment uh, uh, between two Berachot. There's no big connection. We, we don't talk Dvarim Betelim, but Dvarim Shel Kedusha you're allowed to. If you want to give a Shiur, for example, at that time you could. If you want to give a Shiur in the middle of Sukkot Zivra, you're not allowed to. But between Ishtabach and Yotzer, anything of Kedusha, it's okay. So says the Rambam, oh, you want to say the Shira? You think it's a good Minag? Bingo! This is the place to do it. Where do we put it? Before Ishtabach. Very interesting. I don't know why. It's just it's a big. It's a chidush to read that the Rambam thought about it, and he says, "No, if you put it, you put it between. You don't put it inside." So I don't know exactly who did these things, but uh, obviously there's no machloket here because whether you Ashkenaz, Sephardi, Hasid, whatever you decide to you want to be, any flavor of Judaism, everybody has the, the shira inside there, and nobody followed the Rambam on this. I would be curious to see what the Temanim do, because Temanim usually do exactly what the Rambam said. Anyways, that was one Chidush. Now, yes, Chidush al So last time we saw, that if you go to the bathroom, and you want to say Asher Yatsar, basically the Ginat Veradim tells you, it depends when you went to the bathroom. If you went to the bathroom before the Pesukkeh Zimra, you cannot just say the Asher Yatsar in the middle of Pesukkeh Zimra. If you went to the bathroom during the Pesukkeh Zimra, then you may say the Berachah Asher Yatsar during the Pesukim. What was the difference? He explained that there is a hefsek that you created when you went to the bathroom anyways. So you had the urge, you go to the bathroom, it's fine, you have to, you're not, you know, you're not the owner of your body, quote-unquote, and therefore you follow the laws of nature, so you go to the bathroom, you can pray if you want to go to the bathroom. So anyways, you made a hefsek, so you may as well say Asher Yatsar if you think that you're going to forget if not, you do between Ishtabach and Yotzer, again, famous. Now, what happens if somebody comes to Beit said he can't find his tefillin, <coughs> let's say he can't find his talit tefillin, so he starts praying without talit tefillin, and then he finds his bag of talit tefillin, ah, oh, in the middle of the Sukhizimra, someone brings the bag of tefillin. Can he do the beracha the, of <coughs> the talit and the tefillin in the middle of Sukhizimra, or he has to wait later? So... It's very interesting. They found, I, I'd say they found because the chuvot of the Rambam were hidden for a long time. They didn't find them. And later, some Acharonim found them. Uh, early Acharonim, talking uh, already at the time of the Shulchan Aruch, and a little later. And they found chuvot Rambam, Per Hador. And the chuvot Rambam says, Meforash, that you could use it. And uses the Lashon that there's no hefsek, no real hefsek. Now, the, the Shulchan Aruch, he says, in Siman Nun Gimel Sif Gimel, En Levarech Al Atifat Zitzit Ben Pesukeh Zimra Lishtabach, Ela Ben Ishtabach Leotzer. So Shulchan Aruch seems to be contradicting the, the Rambam. He says you don't wear the Talit and Tefillin there. But with a closer look, if you pay attention to what he says, he says, En Levarech Al Atifat Zitzit Ben Pesukeh Zimra Lishtabach. Between Pesukeh Zimra and Ishtabach, which means you're almost by Ishtabach. Basically what Shulchan Aruch is telling you, and this is the way Mishnah run, Rabbi Akiva, you can understand, and they say, no, no, it means to tell you, if you write before Ishtabach, it's better you wait after Ishtabach than you do it right before Ishtabach. But if you're in the middle of Sukkot Ben Perek Le Perek, for sure you could wear it there. What's the difference with Asher Yatzar? 
The only difference that the poskim find are two differences. One difference is that it's Tzorech Tefillah. Although, really, Minadin, the Tefillin is only for Kiryat Shema and the Amidah. But once Chachamim, you know, made it in, in such a way that, that you wear the Tefillin for the Tefillah, it's called Tzorech Tefillah. So it's better for the person to be wearing the Tefillin from the very beginning. That's the, the, the good answer. Then Mishnah Burah says another answer, which is very interesting. He says, if he's praying with people, with Minyan, then Kalva Chomer, that he puts them there. Why? He feels uncomfortable. Everybody's wearing tefillin. He's the only one not wearing tefillin. So for sure, there's another reason to, uh, to allow there. And therefore, that's the difference with Asher Yatzar. Asher Yatzar has nothing to do with the tefillin of Shacharit. And certainly no one will know if you said Asher Yatzar or not. So it's not going to make a difference. But the tefillin have these two perspectives. And therefore, a person would be 100% allowed to wear the tefillin and the talit with Beracha in the middle of Sukkot Zimra, preferably waiting in between to uh, Hallelujah, then a person would be able to wear them.